Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for a Torah, number 765. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiyasmach at take10fortorah.org. So, at this week's parsha, towards the end, we have Moshe's prayer for his sister Miriam, where he says, By Yitzhak Moshe el Hashem leymar, kel na rifa na la. Hashem, please heal, please her. That's the tefillah, the shortest tefillah, as we mentioned yesterday. It's known as the shortest tefillah, but that doesn't mean it was the most dispassionate tefillah. The Ibn Ezra says, the Pasuk begins, Vayitzak Moshe el Hashem. He cried out. Ibn Ezra says, He was in pain over the suffering of his sister. And one of the things that we see about Moshe Rabbeinu is that indeed, when it comes to empathy, when it comes to the Midah of Nose Ba'ol Im Chavero, he is particularly expert. Perhaps that is why he is Moshe Rabbeinu, that is why he is chosen to be the preeminent leader, the leader with who had no parallel in all of Jewish history. And I'd like to explain some examples of how this comes up. For example, the Gemara says, Am Rabbi Yaakov, Am Chisto, Person who does uh, beseech mercy on behalf of their friend, they do not have to mention the name. And we learn this from Moshe Rabbeinu, where Moshe doesn't mention Miriam by name. There's no, uh, you know, Miriam Bas Yocheved or any naming like that, like we do in our modern day Mishaberachs. And the Gemara says, Midgar Shema, the Miriam doesn't mention Miriam's name. So it seems you can pray for somebody without actually mentioning their name. So interestingly, the Magad Avram, quoting the Maharil, says, Not quite. He says, That's only when you are next to the person. When you're right near the person, you can say that the person should be healed. But if you're at a distance, there's no proximity there, then you need to mention the person's name. And the question is, why would that be? God knows who you're doubting for, I would assume. It doesn't matter where you're standing in proximity to the person. So what's the difference? So it seems that the difference relates to your ability to truly pray for that person. That's always the challenge. When you're right next to the person, it's easy. You see the person and they're suffering. But when you're at a distance, perhaps what we mean here is that you need to mention the name in order to be able to really get into the story, to really understand and to empathize properly. Now, we know there's a range, you know, when it comes to uh, feeling about another person's plight. There's, at the far extreme, there's schadenfreude, you know, when I'm happy that something happens badly to another person. I'm happy on some level. There's apathy, where I don't particularly care. There's sympathy, where I have this intellectual reaction to it. And there's empathy, when I really feel the person's pain. The type of media that we see with Moshe is this Idea. The Mishnah in Avo says one of the 48 kinyanim, one of the 48 ways to acquire Torah, is no say the al imchavero, to carry the yoke with your friend, imagining a yoke on an animal, a very heavy burden that's sitting upon them, and you sharing that burden with them. That is the midah of empathy. The Mepharshim over there pointed out that it's not just referring to the tzibor, where I see a group, which maybe it's easy to empathize with a group, but also an individual as well, I need to empathize with them. And we see this from Moshe's introduction to the story in the Torah. It says, Moshe grows up, he goes out to his brothers, and he sees their suffering. So first he sees everybody's suffering. Then he also sees an Ishmitzri, who is abusing an Ish Ivri. He sees a Jew getting beaten. We know what he does. He kills the mystery in order to protect the Jew. Rashi there says, Nasan ena vilibo lihiyos mitzar aleihem. When it says, Vayar of losam, he saw their suffering 
Rashi, he says he he placed his eyes. Of course, he saw it. That perhaps is sympathy, the intellectual awareness of what somebody is dealing with. But then there's vilibo, and then his emotional wherewithal. He attached to their suffering. It seems it wasn't just sympathy, it was empathy as well. In Shmos Rabbah, Aleph Chavzayin, we find this described in more detail. He goes out from his palace, his palatial upbringing in, in the uh, pa- palace of Paro, and he says, Omer, he cries and he says, I-, I can't believe what I'm seeing, I can't believe how much they're suffering, they're working so hard, he sees that they're working inappropriately, he actually takes off whatever, you know, sort of princely tiara he was wearing, and he indeed goes and helps them under the guise of, yeah, no, I'm just trying to make it go quicker for Paro, but he helps them, he literally shoulders the burden alongside them, and so the measure says, You left your asakecha, your busyness, and then you went to the Jews, I'm going to leave where I am, and I'm going to be empathetic towards the Jews, and ultimately save them from the subjugation in Egypt. So it's a really interesting language because you left your busyness. You know, usually you would think Moshe is living a princely life, he's living large, and he steps away from that, but that's not what it says. It's You know, everybody has their issues. You have your asakim, the things that make you busy, the things that you're toiling over, the things that stress you out. For you to have the ability to walk away from those things and to be concerned with others, that was Moshe's level of empathy. And that idea is a very significant one when it comes to defining empathy. I know I have stuff on my mind. I know there's stress, there's pain, there might be suffering that I'm enduring, but a person who truly has the midah of no, midah of no alam chavero, that person is able to put aside their own to think about others. Reb Simcha Zissel and Chachma Musar points out that in this story that we have, in Moshe's origin story, we have all of the different steps of his empathy. First, he walks out, he sees Vayar Sam. He sees the masses suffering. And it's easy to focus on statistics and focus on suffering in that way. But then immediately he says, Vayar Ish Mitzri. He sees one individual being beaten by an Ish Mitzri. And he's able to take from the macro to the micro and now be empathetic towards that one individual. And then he goes further, because the next day, what does he see? He sees two Jews fighting, and he gets involved because one is a victim. Even though it's very easy, of course, to say, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the fight is legitimate. Maybe the other guy hit him first. You know, there are a lot of reasons to not see victimhood in this person and to say, it's not my problem. I don't need to worry about him. And yet he does. So he goes from the macro to the micro and to even the complicated situations. But wait, there's more. He then gets run out of Egypt because he's being chased to be killed, which you would imagine would put one or two things on his own mind. He's stressed, he's suffering, and he runs to Midian. And what's the first thing he sees? He sees these women, these daughters of Yisro, who are themselves being persecuted by others, and he protects them. And he's not on his home turf. He has no yachas, no connection to these girls. He's not in, in his own state of mind where you would think he should be unselfish. He has plenty to focus on and to worry about in his own life. And yet he is able to expand his empathy to include even these strangers, even under the most difficult of circumstances. The Rav actually goes a step further and he says, and the last step is, Vayashk est sonam. He waters the sheep. He is even able to be so empathetic as to not only include strangers, but even the animals, even all of the lives that are around him. 
he is able to spread himself that thin. The Medrash describes that in response to this, in this Imo Anochi B'Tzara, as we say in Tehillim, in this idea, Hashem himself comes to Moshe in a burning bush, in a burning bush of thorns, showing how Imo Anochi B'Tzara, I suffer when you suffer as well. Finally, we see this in Moshe's life later on, when he deals with the nation of Amalek. We know what happens. He sends Yehoshua to gather together an army to go to actual war with Amalek, but he goes to the top of the mountain and raises his arms, and we've discussed why he does that in the past. But as the Psukim say, his arms got tired. He went, got a stone, and they set him on it, and they set his arms up, and he had two people on either side, Aaron and Hur, holding his arms so that they could be victorious. And so the Gemara Tainus says a person should feel the suffering of those around him. He must. And how do we learn this? We learn this from Moshe. Moshe, the symbol of empathy, not only in his origin story, but throughout his entire life. As the Gemara continues, it says, when he was getting tired, what could they have done? Did he not have any pillows? Did he not have any comforters? The ability to go and sit comfortably, they could have arranged a mechanism that keeps his arms up that they would see that he could be able to do it in comfort. Says the Gemara, no. Elakach Amar Moshe. Moshe said as follows. Ho will be Yisrael, Shri and Bitzar. The Jews are suffering. The Jews are at war. Af ani ehyeh imahem Bitzar. I will also be with them in Tsar. I will also share their pain. The Medrash Shmuel takes it a step farther. The Medrash Shmuel points out that in the Mishnah that talks about the ways to acquire Torah, first, number 37, is no se ba'olim chavero. To share the burden, to share the yoke. The 38th, it says, is machrio lekafschus. It's to push over to the side of merit. What does that mean? He explains. He says, real no se ba'olim chavero, the ability to shoulder the burden, the ability to be empathetic, doesn't just end at making it 50-50. The real gadol, the great empathizer, will be somebody who is able to push away their own sorrow, their own pain, to be able to empathize with others, and not only to be 50-50, but to ultimately take even more of the suffering. May we learn the lesson from Moshe Rabbeinu, become more empathetic people towards others, and care a little bit more, not about ourselves, but about others as well. Have a great day.